Hello, and welcome to Living Out Loud. I am Laura, and I am here to share my colorful journey with you. So sit back and get comfortable, because we got lots to talk about. Hello, everybody. Today, we are going to talk about the bomb, or what I refer to as the bomb, the day that our youngest came to us and let us know that they were transgender. So just go ahead and put yourself in my place. It was one night back in the spring of 2018. Our youngest child came and knocked on our bedroom door about 1030 at night and asked if they could come in. Being that they were 18 and it was 1030 at night and it was their senior year, I thought for certain they were coming to tell me they had a project to, there was something they forgot to do, there was a test that they didn't study for that they were going to have the next day. I can promise you my mind was not ready for, nor could it have ever been ready for, the words that came out of my child's mouth and that was with... I need to let you know that I am transgender. All I know is that at that moment, I really did not know exactly what to say. What I do remember is just kind of looking at my husband very quickly, who wasn't saying anything either. And then I looked back at my child and I said, okay, well, um, you still have to finish high school and you still have to be a contributing member of society. Um, 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 can you give me and your father a little time to wrap our heads around this, please? Okay. Okay. Good night. I love you. Now, I can't tell you that was the best thing that could have ever been said, but those were the words. It definitely could have been worse. Now, at least I know I didn't say some horrible things that some other people said. However, I wish I had said to my child, no matter what, you're my child and I love you. We just need to get some time to get our heads wrapped around this. Now, I call it the bomb because quite honestly, it blew my world apart. I don't remember really sleeping that night. I know my husband and I didn't talk about it whatsoever. I remember going to work the next day, stumbling into my manager's office and saying, at that time, my child's name just told me they're transgender and I don't know what to do. And I did. My manager was wonderful. She let me sit in her office all day long and just kind of process. So I have to give her mad thanks and mad props for that because that was something that I truly needed. And having a workspace where that was able to be done, um, I know not everybody has the opportunity to have like I did. My head still swimming, I reached out to my one friend via Messenger on Facebook who was a lesbian. I knew that she would let me ask her questions knowing that I was coming from a place of love and not of a place of anger or disappointment or anything like that. The one thing that my friend shared with me is that no matter what was going on in my head, not to wait too long to go back and tell my child that we love them and talk about it again. She said that her mother had said something similar and then months and months had gone by and it was almost agony for her. 
So that is one thing that I did set in my mind that I wanted to make sure that it wouldn't be more than a week before I could go back to my child and say that we had time to sit down and talk about it. My next thing to do, since I'd never really known any transgender people, I didn't know anybody that had transgender children. Um, So I didn't know what else to do. So the next thing I did was Google. So I started Googling and, you know, the best things that I could come up with at that time was that, you know, to suggest therapy. And that's what I did. Um, About a week afterwards, um, that night, in the afternoon when my daughter had come home from school, um, we had asked to talk to her and I'd let her know that I had thought about everything and that we did love her and of course that we were there, that we did ask that she go through six months of therapy just to make sure that this is really what she wanted and that you know everything was right because you know she was at a younger age and you know at the time I didn't understand that this is something that she had been thinking about for a long time. So really honestly, I'm going to have to say this time was probably more for me to get my head wrapped around it than for her, but I will tell you she did say yes, give us the grace, and she did take my list of therapists cuz she did tell me she did want some therapists, which I was very excited about. Now I know she wanted the therapist cuz she had to have 6 months of therapy before she started on her hormone replacement. But you know, either way, it worked out. For the next three or four months, I pretty much lived in the isolation of myself, knowing what was going on with my child, my husband knowing what was going on with my child, and really that was about it. Then one day, my friend Crystal and I were talking, and she happened to mention to me that her child was gay and that she had been talking to one of her friends, and they had mentioned an online support group called Serendipity Duda, the home of the mama bears. Now, she had no idea at the time that my youngest, Ruth, had come out as transgender. However, I did and I was struggling. And I asked her, I probably almost begged her, honestly, if she could invite me to that group. At that time, you had to be um, a friend of a friend in order to get acceptance. Now it's a much harder process and it should be because there's a little too much hate in this world and it's a little too freely able to be accessed. So I respect all of the hard work that Liz Dwyer does for the mama bears and I am beyond grateful for her for starting that program. Now, even though I had gained acceptance into this group, I still was a little bit shy, I have to admit. And my very first post of introduction uh, went similar to this. Hello, all. I'm a new member here, and for a couple of days, I've been trying to figure out how to introduce myself. I guess I've decided to take the plunge and just go for it. I'm the mom of two reasons. My 21-year-old daughter, identifies as bisexual. That was at the time. She now identifies as pansexual. My 18-year-old, almost 19-year-old son identifies as gay. About three months ago, stated maybe transgender male to female. We live in Orlando, Florida. We are a traditional family, and I guess my husband and I, both are fathers, and I've been married for 24 years. 
I've always tried to teach my kids that you are who you are and you love who you love. I'm not a religious person and would say that I'm more spiritual and treat others the way you would like to be treated kind of person. I'm grateful for my friend Crystal that told me about this group. I'm hoping to gain more understanding and support of the transgender topics. I'm a very open book and I'm happy to answer any questions as long as they are meant for understanding and not for judgments. My shell at that point had just started to be breaking. You see, my world had been shattered over the bomb. I I wasn't able to figure out much of anything anymore. So I was choosing words very, very carefully. I had been choosing words around people for months carefully. So this was the first time I was sharing with a couple thousand women what was going on in my life. And honestly, it felt good. And it felt great when I got the outpouring of support in that group. Then the very next best thing happened to me. I found that they had another group called M2K, Mom of Trans Kids. Oh my goodness, did I clamor, and I do mean clamor to get into that one, because I really needed to be where I could ask some questions. The one thing that I found truly amazing about both the regular serendipity group and the um, M2K group was just how strong the moms were that were talking about their children. I clamored for friendship with several of them. To be quite honest, I was grateful when people reach out and ask to be my friend on Facebook. I truly needed to surround myself with supportive people. Now, I'm going to be honest. I remember back in 2018 and 2019, looking at their posts that they were posting on Facebook, being loud and proud and basically screaming from the rooftops about all of the subjects that I am here (laughs) screaming loud and proud about now and thinking, wow, I don't know if I could ever do that. I don't know if I can do that. I was literally afraid of showing to the world that I was an ally because of what other people might think. It took some time for me to decide I didn't give a damn what other people thought that I really gave a damn is that I love everybody and everybody should know that I love everybody. And if you don't, well, then you're probably not the kind of people I really want to be friends with anybody. It just took a while to get there. I got to say, being brought up white middle class, you kind of have some privilege and I'm not going to not lie about that one. That took me a long time to figure out as well. Anyway, I'm digressing here. (laughs) But once again, those women were so strong, it gave me the courage. And for months, I watched from September to January. And then in January, after the new year, I did look out for support. I did reach out, rather, I should say. I did reach out for support. The one night I decided to take the plunge, I decided I needed to ask for more support than just online. And I asked, I put a post saying, I wonder if there are any moms in Orlando or the Orlando area who we are so early in this progress that we could really use some support. Like, is there an AA sponsor out there for trans parents? And you know what? I had three amazing mothers reach out to me that were in the 
the Orlando area. I got to tell you, I was honestly shocked that these three moms offered to go sit with me at the Orlando Metro Diner on University. And let me tell you, we sat there for hours, probably a good two or three hours. We laughed, we cried. I'm pretty sure the third, I'm pretty sure the servers thought we were having a mental breakdown. I probably was, but these women sat there and they answered all of my questions. To this day, these women are my lifeline. These women showed me that there was a way to get from that stupid place of uh, wondering and worrying what your neighbors are going to think that you got grown up being taught and being brought into your head um, to just giving a damn what you thought about yourself and your family. And I am so grateful for um, those three ladies, my Metro Three that sat there with me. Thank you, my Metro Three. One of the things that my husband and I struggled with was the name change. And that was one of the questions that I asked them at the group, how do you get past that? I wasn't the only one that really didn't care for the name my child has chosen at the time. However, over time, I've come to love it and it definitely fits her. But I didn't know how to do it. And even after that day on January 14th, it still took a little bit longer for us to fully get in the swing of things and to fully try to be fully affirming of this. If you were not aware of it, it is very important to understand that there is a very high suicide rate among the LGBT community. It's extremely high among the trans community at that. So the one day on January 22nd, when I found out back in 2019 that a friend at work's son had taken his own life because he was gay and he had found out that his father said that he would rather have not have a son than have a gay son, basically. So basically his father said he'd rather have a dead son than a gay son. So the child took their life. I went home that day and I completely just sobbed, just completely sobbed to my husband. And I just told him that we just had to do better. We just had to figure out a way to do better. So January 22nd, 2019 is the day that I made the decision that I was going to do better. I was going to do better for my daughter. I was going to do better for my family. And I was going to do better for every trans person out there, every LGBT person out there, because not one single person should ever think they're better off dead than being who they are or loving who they love. So loud, proud ally here. You are loved. You are worthy. You matter. That's right. You are loved. You are worthy. And you matter. The first commitment that we made was to try to get the name right. So on January 22nd, I gave myself a deadline of February 14th, Valentine's Day, to make sure that I was using my daughter's chosen name. And I do. My baby is now Ruth, and I couldn't be more proud of her. So I'm going to give you guys some tips that help me when getting used to it. So first off, I would sit in the car on my way to and from work, and I would just practice saying over and over and over my child's name and pretending to have a conversation and or introduce them. Another thing I did is I made sure that I changed their name and my cell phone to not only their chosen birth name, but also their chosen middle name. I 
in I also changed all the apps at our home to their chosen name. And this was a lot more helpful. My husband and I literally did have to try to have practice sessions. So we would sit there and try to practice back and forth with each other. Now, remember to give yourself grace during this. The fact that you're here, the fact that you're trying, it's going to be hard, but just remind yourself, get used to saying the other name. When you make a slip, just move on and correct yourself. Don't make a big ordeal about it. Don't gush and gush and make it as if it's a huge thing. Just correct yourself and move on. It will make them much, much more appreciative. But Saying a person's chosen name and pronouns could save their life. How hard is it just to use the right pronoun and the right name? It's not hard. You can do it. Start now. Start practicing in the shower if you need to. Your loved one counts on you. Your loved one needs you to be able to do this for them. Now, There's a lot of feelings that went along with this, and I told you that it took months. So I want to make sure everybody knows that going through the grieving process is normal. So while you are getting your head wrapped around things, know that you're going to be angry, you're going to be sad, you're going to be lonely. It is normal. All of these feelings are normal. You're going to feel grief. You're going to be sad for what you've lost, not because you didn't gain something amazing, but you had had a period of time in your life. Like for me, it was almost 19 years where in my mind, my child from the time I conceived and you know, you went to what, that 20 week ultrasound and they said it was a boy. I had an idea in my head of how things were going to go. And you know what? 19 years of my life It was one way. It did take me a good six months to get my head wrapped around it. I'm not going to lie, but I'm there now. And you know what? My child is so happy. So, so happy. So the feelings of me wondering what I did wrong, I did nothing wrong. You did nothing wrong. Your child, your loved one is who they are and it is okay. I understand the feeling. I understand you're wondering, but you did nothing wrong. I promise you, your your loved one is perfect the way they are. Just support them in their journey and support them in growing and becoming a happier, better them. Because at the end of the day, remember, when either you were pregnant or somebody else was pregnant, nobody cared what the baby was. All they ever said is they wanted it to be happy and healthy. So even if it's 20 years later, even if it's 25 years later and your child's coming out to you now, telling you that, you know, mom, dad, I know I was born a boy, but I identify as a girl or vice versa. Maybe they're coming to you and telling you, you know what, mom, I was born a girl, but I feel very masculine. I'm a boy. That happens too. It happens both ways and it's okay. It is okay for them to be who they are are. Remember that it took me a long time and it's it's a shame that I have to say this, but I used to have to talk myself in a mantra and remind myself, you know, I'm an adult. I wouldn't want my mom to tell me how to live my life. How dare I think I should impose my wants on my child when they're an adult? They're an adult for goodness sakes. So 
that is what I'm going to leave you with today. I want you to go ahead and start practicing the name if you haven't already. Understand that grief is part of the process, that your feelings are natural, and it's okay because you're going to get through them. It's not like it's going to just be one time, like any grieving process, it's a roller coaster and it will come and go. So thank you for listening to me today. And I hope you enjoyed the podcast. Um, I want to give you some resources today. So the the trevorproject.org is for friends and family for support systems for LGBT youth. I also wanted to let you know about the American Library Association ALA.org. And if you go to content, they are a resource for parents and families of LGBT individuals. PFLAG, PFLAG is nationwide. Please find your local PFLAG chapter and join them. I also want to give a major shout out to Free Mom Hugs and Sarah Cunningham. She is my role model and mentor, and I absolutely love her and love what she stands for. Liz Dwyer, once again, with Serendipity Doodah, the home of the Mama Bears. If you are a mom of an LGBT child, I highly suggest you join Serendipity Doodah, the home of the Mama Bears. We do have a friends and family page if you're not a mom of a Mama Bear, if you're not a mom of an LGBT. Once again, until next time, don't forget to LOL, live your life out loud. Life doesn't always allow us to laugh out loud, but we always have the choice to live our lives out loud. So until next time, don't forget to LOL, live out loud. If there's things that you would like to hear me talk about, please let me know because I am here to help you learn to live your life out loud too.